Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm Rex Nelson, Senior Editor of the Democrat Gazette, and uh, we're probably going to make you hungry in the next 30 minutes or so, because I've got uh, those who know me know I'm, I'm a foodie, among many other things, and uh, one of the great things about living in Little Rock and in Arkansas is our wonderful food culture here in the state. I mean, we've got restaurant people in the state that are second to none. I try to write about them as much as I can. Uh, I'm proud to be on the selection committee for the Arkansas Food Hall of Fame. So we're going to go foodie uh, on on this episode. And uh, boy, one of the best. I'm talking about the great restaurateurs we have around Arkansas. One of the best is Ben Brainerd, who is joining us today. Ben, welcome to the Southern Fried Podcast. Thank you for having me, Rex. It's uh, it's an honor to be here. You know, I recently wrote a Sunday column. Ben opened Big Bad Breakfast out in West Little Rock in the past year and uh, has already announced plans to come downtown just around the corner from where we're recording this in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette building here at Capitol and Scott's. So I'm not sure that's going to be good for my waistline, but boy, it's sure going to be good for breakfast meetings and lunch meetings once you get up and running. But I, I wrote a column and we headlined it Big Bad Downtown because I think that to bring such a notable brand downtown is a vote of confidence in downtown Little Rock. It shows there's a lot going on. There's still a real future, and, I, and I'll get into that a little later in the podcast. But, Ben, I, I thought I'd introduce you, and I know a lot of our listeners already know you for your many years in the market, but uh, talk a little bit about your background, if you would, where you were raised, and how you ended up getting in this crazy food business at the jury in. Well, thank you for the questions, and thank you for the invitation. Um, so... <laughs> I'm a Little Rock boy, uh, born and raised. I graduated from from Central in '95. Yep, Little Rock Central uh, Tiger. I was uh, was actually uh, editor of the newspaper. Okay, I learned that that was not my calling uh, shortly into college. But I have a great deal of respect for what you do. And to your earlier point on the article that you wrote regarding Big Bad Downtown, that was an incredibly insightful take on it, and one I appreciate your words. And that was. That was really, really, really well put together. Um, anyways, Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm a Little Rock boy. My mom is from Louisiana. My daddy was from Pine Bluff. Mm-hmm. And we landed here. Uh, they moved here in 75. I was born in 76 uh, up in the Heights. Went Central and then went to Lyon College. Right. Uh, uh, in Batesville. And you now serve on the Board of Trustees of Lyon College. I am. I, I am very proud to continue to to support Lion and and uh, our mission and uh, during a pretty trying time with COVID for all businesses, you know, there uh, you you had to we had to get creative in the restaurant business. We certainly had to get creative in higher ed a- as well. A- absolutely, and again, I'll get into it later in the podcast. But you're wearing several hats because Lion College is going to play a big role in the resurgence of downtown Little well, Rock, we, also. But back yeah, to your background. Yes, that, that's right. That's yeah. right. So I studied economics and. Those who know me best still chuckle about. It. I mean, I'm I'm not that. I, that's that's just not who I am. And and I, I grew up wanting to cook. And Ooh. and on you know Thanksgiving down in Palm Bluff at my grandmother's house, 
it was one of those things where everybody would be crowded around the TV watching football, and mm-hmm. and I and I would genuinely be in the kitchen watching her cook. It yeah. just it just it, it was something that, but that was before Food Network and 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 before a, a lot of the kind of romanticism of the culinary world was. And and I just was like, you don't do that. You don't cook. That's not what you do. And it, well, so I went into real estate out, uh, after college, and I was good at it i know little rock i've been here my whole life it was a market that i understood but i was not fulfilled at all yeah not really something you jumped out of bed just really gone no, about no, every morning. no. Yes. and i still paid close attention to food and to cooking and and when scott mcgee opened boulevard bread company in in 2000 mm-hmm. well 99 is actually i turned to my girlfriend at the time now wife and and said i that that guy's done something different. That is, that is yeah. different, and that is going to be a big thing. Mm-hmm. And I told her that I was strongly considering taking a 300% pay cut and going to ask him for a job. Wow. And I did. So in 2001, I went and started as a prep cook uh, at Boulevard and worked my way up to sous chef. And he and I started, uh, and John Beachboard mm-hmm. started thinking about things that we wanted in little rock we're all little rock boys and we oh, were yeah. and we were like this you know, town needs this we, needs yeah, this, yeah. So, this so we're like hell let's make it i mean and, 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 and yellow rocket was born then the name correct. of the restaurant it, holding yeah, company yeah. yeah absolutely and and so and so our you know the, the trajectory was really what we wanted to eat not what we wanted necessarily to make or to cook yeah. we just yeah. we were like we want to go to that place so let's just build it so it's not here well you were thinking like a customer which i think is brilliant yeah i, I mean it, like you said you knew little rock people you knew the market right we we had a slew of really really good restaurants and, but they were all kind of white tablecloth pretty pretty elevated dining the, and, the jacques and suzanne syndrome right. a lot yeah. of them had spun out but, of but that he, but, he, but they were fine dining places but even right. at that time you had like spalet oh, yeah. and and, oh, yeah. and those were kind of the, the that was kind of the, the cutting edge place in the heights and yep. and you know ashley's was in full gear at that point at the Capitol hotel right. um and and so we knew that we wanted something that a whole family could go to and 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 did not break the bank and we knew that if we could figure out a way to bring people in more than once a week we might be on something and so keeping your price point marginal uh but keeping your steps of service high and your quality of ingredients your quality of food high and uh and and to this day yellow rocket still performs at the very highest level oh, and ab- every, absolutely. All, all, every regard absolutely and is now taken even the northwest arkansas uh, market by uh, storm yeah, no, those guys crush they're, they're just as just as good as anybody in the game all right so let's pull away your years there and kind of take us up to where you are now big bad breakfast starts over in oxford mississippi famous chef over there john currents uh, talk about how how you developed this partnership sure. and how we came to have a bbb here in little rock so i've known tommy keat with uh jtj uh the jtj group for a long time he's, yeah. he's a close friend of mine and he and i kind of romantically discussed working together for a long time and it was just never kind of the right time and and i was always super happy with yellow rocket so it right. wasn't that i was trying to vet other opportunities it was just it was just one of those things we'd have some wine and, and talk about and you know talk, maybe we yeah. should maybe we should do something one good. of these days yeah right. one, one of those one well, of these days when things. i when i left yellow rocket at the beginning of covid i intended to stay home for a little bit with my family which i'd never done 
And uh, my wife wasn't working at the time. I wasn't working and our kids weren't in school. I was like, we're going to travel. Yeah. And spend some time in the middle of our life that really I never imagined being able to do. Well, we did that and it was great. But I needed to get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so understood. I, so, and the plan was always that I was going to open a small bistro and kind of make the food that I wanted to make and serve the wine that I wanted to serve and and kind of just put my little signature on my hometown, and that was the, go sail off in the sun, sunset. That was that 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 was the plan, and I yeah. and, and I got into a a real estate negotiation for a, a spot in the Heights that I learned pretty early on that I was never going to compete with, and uh, and so and I, but I put a lot of energy uh, into that and was pretty deflated when it when it came to reality that it was not gonna occur. Yeah. And yeah. and Tommy Key I can almost guess what that spot is, but and, I won't press you. Uh, yeah. And so Tommy and I um, had dinner and he said, May I introduce you to an associate of mine named Michael Bodner. Michael Bodner is the head of fresh hospitality out of Nashville. Nashville, Tennessee, yes. Correct. They they run Tzatziki's. They run Big Bad Breakfast. They run uh, a, a, a host of other places and, and, and all at very high level. And I told Tommy that that's not really what I do. And, and while I have a tremendous amount of appreciation and respect for it, I just kind of thought that I just needed to be in a spot preparing my food and, and, and doing what I knew to do and kind of be the the motor and the and the steering wheel, if you will. But over time, I, I was talking to my wife and uh, and I was like, you know, there's no breakfast in this town. Mm-hmm. I, not, 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 let me rephrase that. There's no there's no breakfast in West Little Rock. Right. And I love at the corner. I, th- I, I do fantastic work, but it's a small restaurant. It is small. And, and, and you and, often have to wait there. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. And, and so I, I, I kind of saw it an opportunity in the market there and and i was introduced to michael bodner who shows up with the james beard award-winning chef john currents who he and i knew each other peripherally from uh, no kid hungry which is a charity that we're both involved in we did some uh, events together and i was like so this dude just rolls around with james beard chefs and you know that's a good it's a big flex but uh and and we had a great conversation Again, and I looked. Uh, I looked at him. He actually approached me about Mexican food. Uh-huh. He, he he said that you know I, I own some restaurants and I'm really looking for a Mexican uh, concept. Concept, yeah. And and Tommy tells me that you're the guy that can perhaps provide that. And I told him. I said, Mr. Bodner, I thank you, but I've I've really checked that box in my life. And I and I had. I, yeah. I, that was just not something that I really needed to pursue uh, any any further. So he said, well. John Kearns is right here. I mean, we could talk about something else. I said, yeah, we could talk about Big Bad Breakfast, I guess. And I went down to Birmingham, Alabama, which is where the base is uh, for Big Bad. And I spent a little time just checking it out and learning the ropes. And I like it. I liked it real well. Um, I loved the hours. Uh That was the big thing is getting out of those nights and trading in nights and bars for mornings and And, coffee. And I was going to ask you, some of the differences between a breakfast restaurant as opposed to a dinner restaurant. It, that they, is obviously they, a major They word. are diametrically opposed. Uh-huh. I, 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 they are as far from operating a breakfast restaurant is completely different than operating a night restaurant mm-hmm. because at Local Lime, for instance, it was all about getting people in, serve them 2.1 margaritas, and that would afford us the opportunity to... To buy great ingredients, right. make great food, 
And the margins on the food were we probably took a bath on some things because we bought the right stuff. Yeah. And and we yeah. were, and we and we put food out that we were really proud of. And then the margins from alcohol sales would kind of rob Allowed people to pay you Paul. to do that. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Well, that's that makes not sense. that's not the same game in the in breakfast. And at breakfast we it's 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 much more about turning tables, making sure that people have come in, get them served quickly, ring them up and let them leave and because open it, that table up for a new customer it, it, but that's yeah. also but, it, but that's also what people j- typically want especially monday through friday they do they, they're, 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 they're ready they're to get not, on to work they're, they're, not, tr- they're not trying to wait 15 minutes for an, right. for an entree which brings up another point you have no time you can't mess with people's work schedule yeah and because that that, that is the guaranteed way that they will never return mm-hmm. and, and if you make them like exactly morning. right yeah. so so we have an eight minute timer on wow. on a ticket and if that eight minute timer goes i am then on the line and i am yelling uh-huh. and, and yeah. yeah because i'm not gonna be late to work yeah and i'm not gonna be the reason that someone is late to work yeah so that amongst many others it's it, it is it is quite different it's quite different and yet again you specialize you were talking about uh yellow rocket getting them in getting good quality food you've still got the, you've still got the quality i, I mean i've uh, it is short order I've, of had fine some, dining. I've had some dishes you know that you can't get anywhere else in arkansas on a weekday morning certainly maybe at a sunday brunch from I, in places but not on a weekday morning except at your place everything that you eat at big bad breakfast was prepared that morning yeah everything including the jelly mm. occasionally those will go to the next day but we don't we make such small batches that wow. it's, uh, it, it is it is an incredibly scrutinized process if you go into my walk-in at any time there is never more than a than two quarts of sauce. It is all made starting at 5 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. And we open the doors at 7. We'll be back with more of the Southern Fried Podcast, but first, this break. Hi, Rex Nelson here. Thanks for listening so far. A lot of the topics we cover here on the Southern Fried Podcast and many more can be found on the pages of the Democrat Gazette. If you'd like to support this great newspaper's commitment to bringing you the latest in Arkansas news, sports, and entertainment, consider subscribing to the Democrat Gazette today. With your subscription, you'll get a digital edition of the newspaper every morning, along with the latest news and updates delivered to you on an iPad provided at no extra cost. You'll also get the same award-winning journalism you've come to expect from the Democrat Gazette including my three weekly columns, plus exclusive photo galleries, videos, articles, and digital extras, all in the palm of your hand. As a bonus, we're offering a limited-time deal to our podcast listeners. To take advantage of this exclusive offer, click the link in the description or go to arkansasonline.com forward slash podcast 23. Welcome back to the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. All right, so, I mean, you're really just getting off the ground in West Little Rock. Tremendous success from all I can tell. The crowds, at the times it's I've been, been there, and I've been there multiple times, tremendous success. But already make the decision to come downtown with a second Little Rock location. How, how did that decision come about? Well, 
I mean, it was kind of dumb uh, <laughs> uh, in, in terms of timing. I, I, you know, I still have a lot of things I need to accomplish at Bowman and, 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 uh-huh. and, and, and will. It will. Yeah. Um, my, I really, really like that space. Like one of these days I'll bring you over there and I'll show you the plans of Bowman against the plans of Soulfish. Yeah. And this is, yeah, this is, is the former Soulfish location on Main Street downtown which, again, was a restaurant I liked a lot. I never went to this one. I went to the one in Memphis. In Memphis That's the original, correct. Yeah. Uh, uh, but when I walked it, I was like, oh, my God. Because I, I li- John Kearns and I toiled over the kitchen layout of Bowman because we we were turning a bank into a restaurant. Right. Which in and of itself is a ch- really challenging choice. What happened was I was able to take the plans from Bowman. And I'm not kidding. I turned them 90 degrees. Huh. And they fit perfectly yeah. into the into the Vena hood. The walk-in is in the perfect spot. I'm having to knock out two walls. There's a giant crawl space underneath it. Also, I don't I'm not trenching for all my plumbing. Wow. It is so much easier of a project that I was kind of remiss not to do it. Mm-hmm. it. The decision was made because I looked at, I mean, yeah, with interest rates where they are and with, with inflation going haywire, oh, there's a lot of scared money out there. Yeah. And I have some scared money. Understood. Uh, and, and, and so it really came down to a financial decision that we could genuinely open this restaurant for a third of what we spent on Bowman in the middle of kind of a captive audience that really – at the corners, not even know we're open. Yeah, it, we won't be a blip on their radar because I think there's so many people down here who want breakfast. Yeah, I agree. So I that, agree. That, that 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 that's how we landed there. I I what, one reason I did the column though is, uh, as you know, I'm a huge advocate for downtown Little Rock. I think any great city has to have a great downtown. I, I totally mean, that's agree. your heart. I, absolutely, that's your soul. If you're rotting on the inside, the rot's going to spread to the outside. Could not agree more. So Little Rock's got to have a great downtown to be a great city. That was a real vote of confidence on your part, though, in the future of downtown Little Rock. Well, I had a little inside information too. That that uh, to to your earlier point. Yeah. I don't know if you're ready to go down that route. Let's hole. do let's do Line College. Yeah. And we had Dr. Tabner as our previous guest, actually, on this podcast. She's a tremendous human being. Yeah. We are uh, so lucky to have her. What a vision! This little liberal arts school in Batesville, Arkansas does something that the University of Arkansas has never done, and that is move forward with both a dental school and a veterinary school, neither of which Arkansas has. They partner with the private sector who buys the Heifer International headquarters. Heifer will still be headquartered there, lease space in the building, but take that Heifer campus, and that's going to be two new schools. And Ben, you know more about this than I do, Ben, on the board. But I'm well, told it's, 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 it's better that you say as much as you yeah. can because I am a little privileged on I it. I understand, but, yeah, but I, yeah. I'm told once both schools are up and fully operating, we're a few years away from that, but fully operating, they've got every class in between students, faculty, and staff. That's going to be almost a thousand additional people coming to downtown Little Rock every day. Every day. I mean, that is the equivalent, Ben, of a major corporate relocation. So now, after COVID, the convention center is operating at full swing again. We open a school that brings in a thousand people Monday through Friday. Yeah, professional people. Yeah, we 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 are creating over over one hundred and sixty jobs. And we are in filling a huge, 
huge hole in the state uh-huh. uh, 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 in terms of education. Right. I, I, it's, it is not without its challenges as a, a project of the size obviously is going to be. I am supremely confident and that's so, I was so confident that I decided to open another restaurant too early because I believe in it so much. Yeah. And, and, and to the big point of your article, I believe in, in downtown and the Keats and I, we said, we're going to, we're going to do some stuff downtown. Yeah. And, 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 right. I, and I hope more young people, not just in the restaurant business, but I, it, downtown Little Rock needs to be a resurgence. Chris Tanner has had tremendous success at Samantha's. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, has. Um, there is so much here and it's a captive audience. And now with these hotels coming up and, and if I can get the parking under control, it might be a little better, but we, there you that, go. But you can't put the cart before the horse. There needs right. to be a reason to do that. And I'm hoping that all of this is pushing that direction in line with what you're hoping. Absolutely. And I can see, again, you've got all these students, you've got faculty members, staff members, I can see those two new colleges, the veterinary and the dental, really leading to a lot more residential. And then it all feeds on itself again as far as restaurants, stores, and all. I mean, I'm really hopeful that those schools will lead, as we look right over from where we're taping here to Main Street, the Donaghy Building and the Boyle Building being redeveloped for residential. I mean, our two tallest buildings on Main Street are empty right now, Ben, and you can't you can't declare you're a great Main Street when you're two tallest buildings on that street are empty. It's just not the message that you want to send uh, to, to small business or to people that want to invest, or like big businesses. I mean, yeah. I, I, small businesses lead to big businesses. Yep, they do. I mean, we, uh, we decided that we didn't want FedEx a handful of decades ago, and that hasn't really worked out for us. Let's not do that again. Let's, right. let, let, let's make this so attractive to small companies that the big ones come and and then things really start to change yeah because i want all of this to lead to a greater little rock i want better schools i i love little rock i almost left after i left yellow rocket just because i love colorado and i had an interesting opportunity there but i it, it really came down to my wife's and my love of little rock and and our family and and and, and investing in this town is really easy for me yeah well, I'm I'm bullish on the future of the city and uh, bullish on the future of downtown too because of entrepreneurs like you and like like you say, success kind of begets success. One hundred percent. As more of these come along, I mean, the block we're talking about you going into the former Soulfish location. I mean, as recently as a decade ago, that block was empty. You're now going to be one of seven restaurants, Ben, on that one on block. That, block. that block's a real success story. You know, uh, I was actually I was talking about this with a friend um, last week. It's I ate at Mockingbird, uh huh, on South Main, and then I the next day I ate at El Sur. First time for both of this. Like Mockingbird, I hadn't been to El Sur yet. I've heard good things. Honduran food, it, right? It, I, Astonishingly good. Yeah. But both of them were exceptional. What I've realized is that Main Street, without question, is now the best is now the best food street in the city. Mm -hmm. Might be in the state. Yeah. You think about the quality of restaurants for six, eh, eight total blocks. Yeah. I mean, and, and truly the real talent 
is South Bend. Down south, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah I mean, but yeah, but, take, but, the, but, take but, the street from the Statehouse Convention Center all the way down to Broadway, though, and you got a lot of great restaurants. When you're bookended by Community Bakery, a institution in this town, uh-huh. and the root. Yep. I mean, that's a, that, and then in between you have El Cer- you have Reduno, which you can't get in. Yeah. I, 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 I tried to eat there four times in the last month and, and can't literally can't get in. Yeah. You you have El Sur, which you have go, go there for lunch okay. that day. Okay. Uh, Mockingbird is putting out some just uh, tremendous food. They're actually transitioning to the bird. Actually, I don't, I don't uh-huh. want to speak for Johnny, but uh, I should start calling it the bird to help them with that mission. I think. Oh, okay. But, uh, okay, the bird. And you know, I was really sad that 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 Don chose to to close south on Maine, but I, I, the timing of that deal was was so bad. I mean, he he took that over, and two weeks later, the world ended. Yeah. In terms of COVID. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what so, timing? But I've heard rumors that some uh, somebody's taking that space and going to do something pretty spectacular. I, my fingers are crossed because what Talk Matt, about the South on Main, South space? On Main space. Oh wow, fingers crossed. Because then. because what Matt Bell did there for years was was really yeah. special. I, I, I felt a real connection to that. I was just so you know, I was chairman of the Oxford American Board of Directors when we when that, we made man. that partnership and opened that. I did, so, not, I did uh, not know that. Yeah, felt a real connection. So I would love to see another good restaurant go into that space. Absolutely, it's it's a really big space, and yeah. it, it's it but. You could do a million different things in that space. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kitchen is giant, uh, and the space is it's a really big space. You have a stage if you want it. I mean, uh, there, there, there's I, I do not know any inside information. I wish I did, but all I've heard is that somebody that, that has some pretty good ideas. So, yeah. fingers crossed. You know, um, moving, moving out a little larger before we wrap up, just because we, we're talking about it, you mentioned your – partnership with the Keats, and I know most of our listeners have probably read about getting away from downtown, what they're doing with with Breckenridge, Breckenridge Village, mm-hmm. which is really exciting to me, especially us uh, old-timers who go all the way back to John Barleycorn's vision, you know. Absolutely. And, uh, well, it's, it, 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 it's it, true center. When, when that was the place to go, you know, yeah. Breckenridge Village. That That's exciting, but I, I always say this. I want to talk to somebody in the profession to see if what I say is right. But I say, this town is really blessed. You're not going to find many cities of 200,000 people with a food scene like Little Rock's got. Am I, am I right when you're, I say that? You're 100% right. The, the thing that concerns me, you're absolutely right, but what does concern me right now and, and for the last decade is that a lot of the young talent is, go, is leaving. Mm-hmm. And that is concerning because you know I'm 46 Scott McGee is 54 mm-hmm. Chris Tanner is 55 what I'm getting at is that is that we're, we're middle-aged people yeah we need some heavy hitting 25 in year their olds 20s, yeah and we need to Early invest 30s, in them yeah. and and that is really interesting to me and Tommy is is taking giving opportunity like like scott gave me and like jim gave him like his father gave him yeah and tie them to little rock yeah how about this imagine being a conduit for a young talented person who who i I didn't have the money to open local lime i took out four new credit cards maxed them all out and took advantage of the 0% APR for the first year and then had to figure out how to pay it off at the end yeah. of the year. I had a second and a small third on my home. They don't even do thirds anymore. Yeah. I leveraged my entire life to get the first local line open, and and I never left. I was in there mm-hmm. from 6 a.m. until midnight every wow. night. But when you're hungry, 
and you have everything on the line, it's amazing what you can accomplish. And and what Scott and John and I did at Local Line was really special, but it was not easy. I want to try and hang on to that those young, talented guys by providing them with a space. So you have a big Breckenridge space, for yeah. instance. Yeah. Let's let's partner with them. Let's find. Let's give them the the opportunity to because banks don't want, talk to people like to twenty five year old. I understand. Me. They do not talk. I worked to us. in banking yeah. for a while. I understand. And, and, yeah. and the restaurant business is 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 enough of a crapshoot, anyways. When you're trying to fit some twenty five year old knucklehead uh, who's been in Oaxaca for the last six months, they're not going to do it. So yeah. somebody does, and what Alice Walton. Uh-huh. And, and and a couple other people in Northwest Arkansas, you know what they did? All right, we'll just build your restaurant. Just yeah. do it here. Yeah. And, and, and now, well, yeah, Tom, Tom and Stuart, Jim Walton's sons, you know, with Rope Swing. That's exactly uh, right. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're and, saying, and, we're going to let your creative juices flow because we think it's good to bring high-quality people into this part that, of the state. But they're also buying all the land. Yeah. So, so it's a good investment already. And then they they cultivate a relationship with a young person who puts a I mean the, my favorite restaurant in this in the state is Bar Cleta uh, in Bentonville uh-huh. I, without I, I just absolutely love that restaurant and Trey and Wheezy two exceptionally talented I mean crazy talented individuals but they didn't have any money yeah somebody helped them get somebody a space. invested in them. And that's what we've got to do in Little Rock. That's what we have to do here. Yeah. If if, if we if we don't want that young town to leave. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, if it makes you feel any better, that that young talent thing goes across a lot of uh, a lot of businesses. I I mean, you know, I love my fellow columnist John Brummett, Philip Martin, but all three of us are in our sixties. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Luckily, writing doesn't take that much physical exertion. We hadn't totally lost our minds yet, but uh, we we got a pretty old stable economist here. So yeah, we, uh, yeah. it's it, it's it, developing young talent is what is what Scott McGee was. It, I, he taught me a lion's share of everything I know in this business, and I'm he it, he is oh, Scott's great. He is absolutely my mentor. Yep. The best thing that I learned from him was developing, cultivating young talent. He surrounded himself constantly with with young, hungry, hardworking people, and it showed. And, yeah. and now, John Beachboard, uh, I mean, who started at Boulevard right before me, right, is uh, is his partner in everything. Yeah, and, and I was his partner in Heights Taco and Tamale and two local limes, and right. and, and so what JTJ, what Tommy and Jim and Jake are are spearheading in Breckenridge. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really neat thing. The DeLucas project, I'm super excited oh, about. Oh, me, I, I, me too. I'm, I'm actually heading up to work with Tony today on on a few things um, because he's about to open his new store, yeah. which is next door to his old store. Yeah. Um, and so, we're, obviously, we've taken some of the... Uh, I've, I've wanted to have Tony Valinotti, who's the DeLucas man in Hot Springs. I've wanted to have him on this show. But I don't think I could keep him in a chair for thirty minutes. So you know how that is. You he, know, he's he, a friend, so I can say he, that. No, no, no. You're uh, he is he is exceptional in this capacity. Yeah, he's the most interesting man in the world. Oh, he really is, without question. And uh, has fallen in love with this New Yorker who has came here from Las Vegas and falls in love with Arkansas. It's a great story. It, it, it everything about it is he's 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 a he's a cartoon character. Yeah, I, 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 and and that energy, I always I swore up and down it was always drugs. It's not drugs. It is it is just him. A natural he, eye. He, he is yeah. he he just he just operates on a different bandwidth, and it resonates in his food. He is not a trained chef. He is. 
because he just he just knows what he wanted and he bird dogged it for decades until he got there. Yeah. And now, in my opinion, he makes the best pizza in the world. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm right there with you. I maybe okay. Second best. The best. The best. The best is in Brooklyn. But, oh, okay. Uh, okay. De- Defara, he's up there though. Defara, Defara in Brooklyn for me, and then DeLucas. And he's got a pretty good cheeseburger too. Oh, hell, it's amazing. Oh, uh, I, I, it, yeah. it, 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 it's it's he's a he's a cartoonist. Doesn't make any sense. So the so let me get this straight. You got to go Hot Springs, Arkansas, to get the best pizza and the best burger, and it's in the same place. Yeah, it's the right, same cool, place cool, downtown. Cool. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, Ben. Thank you for investing as you do in your hometown of Little Rock, and especially. Thanks for coming down and investing in us downtown. My Most absolute, of us work it, there. It, 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 the work that you do is 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 so appreciated, Greg. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Ben Brainerd, our guest today. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette.